Chitzchak, the Chitzchak was originally from Manchester, as I know, eventually became the Rav of Yerushalayim, so he fed over a miser once called Nidre in Auschwitz. He fed over a miser, there was a Russia, as we know, a beast of a man, in the form of a man, should I say, Mengel is he's known as, Mamisha Russia, and he decided every so often to have a little bit of fun. And he always picked the Yom Tobin time to start having a little bit of fun with the Jews, so he decided to make like a goalpost. And in this goalpost, there's an empty space, and all the Jews would have to pass through. Whoever would be the height of the goalpost could live, he could go to the right. Whoever would not make the height of the goalpost, he would go to the left. He wouldn't live. So there was a group of Bochum there from a certain yeshiva that made it through the camps, and they were all huddled together, and they would learn the sectors together, Balpeh, and here it was, they were going through this goalpost, through this test. One by one, all the Bochum went through, Baruch Hashem, they were all of the height, they went to the right, and they were able to live. One of them wasn't so tall, unfortunately. And he was trying, as he was going through his tiptoes, and he was trying to get a little bit further, a little bit higher, so nobody would notice. Mengel was watching him, he said, go to the left. And he, it was burning within him. He decided to do something that no one ever did. He went up to the Russia, with his eyes burning, with, with, with a passion, with, with rushing. And he said to him, in Yiddish, and I'm saying in English, I want life. And for some reason, no one ever spoke to him this way, ever before. For some unbelievable reason, he said, go to the right. And he lived. The Minchas Hitzok says that every single Rosh Hashanah, we go through the same selection. Every single year, there's a selection made. And we have to look for aces. We have to look for certain things that will give us life. Certain things that, will, that we can cry we want life. Right? What are these aces? So the Ezra Shem today, I wanted to speak about a very choshev in the Kuda. Again, like I always said, it's halochah shebe'etzem. I wanted to speak about different halochahs. The halochahs I wanted to speak today, and this is mamish this Nakuda, is the halochahs of Don Lekafsos. Again, this is not Musa, this is not Ashkafa, we're speaking halochahs. Now, if you know the halochahs over here are very, very, all over Shas, all over some of the Muslims for him. So we've tried to encapsulate all the things together to see what the halochahs are, the Gabri Dan Now, why is it so choshev? Don Lekafsos. So once a Maisa, as somebody once said, as a marshal, imagine a person gets to Shomayim, and you know, he gets up there, and they say, you know, big, big, these really big, terrifying voices come, bring in the mitzvahs. So a huge truck comes over, and all the mitzvahs are being emptied out, the titsis, and the tefillin, and the Torah, and everything is moving, and it's looking like, you know, all, they put on the scales, and bang, goes flying all the way down, moving, all the mitzvahs. And then the big voice comes along and says, Bring in the Avelis. And suddenly this huge caravan of the van, after van, after van, are coming in. And they're bringing out all these Avelis. And he's thinking, oh, you got me for that? Oh, I'm embarrassing. And the Chule, the Chule, don't do all the Avelis. All of a sudden, he says, excuse me, I didn't do that Avelis. That, that one also not, that one also not, that one also not. What's going on over here? So he said, let me tell you something. These Avelis, they weren't done by you. They were done by the people that learned by you. The people that saw you going out of Dublin early, saw you being a battle terror, saw you doing all sorts of things, eating in certain places of Bukhule, and they did the same thing. If he did it, no, I can also do it. You get all of their affairs also. She says, hold on a minute. Isn't there a halacha? The halacha says that a person is supposed to be judging other people correctly. Supposed to be done the kafskus. He shouldn't be done the kafskus. 
They should have figured out that I was doing something that's probably okay. It's not my fault. So Shemaim answered, no, no. If when you were on this world, you also were gone to have school, and you saw the good in others, then another Nabi, then Shemaim will do the same thing. We'll also be gone to have school when it comes to your mindset. But if not, then we're not going to be doing the same when it comes to you. So this is why, this I believe, and I saw some of the swearing also the Gabi Rosh Hashanah. We come to Rosh Hashanah with all our mitzvahs and with all our veinahs and we're looking at the Gemara tells us in Rosh Hashanah there's three stars opening up, the veinahim and the Rishayim and the Tzadikim and that's how we try to be on the Tzadikim. This Raboisa, I believe, is one of the best aces that a person can have because it can turn all these veinahs that were not even his and even the mitzvahs that he does can look in such a positive light. The Rabboni Shalom will say, you know what? No, he didn't get out for Shachris. Or no, he didn't have such kavana when he was wearing his spinning. But you know what? It was hard for him. You know what? He had a headache. Whatever it may be. Because if we don't look at the Gemara in Shabbat, the Kuf of Zion base tells us that if a person is done look at other people, then the Rebbeinu Shalom Maral says, Midah connected Midah, that the Rebbeinu Shalom also be done look on us. So that's why I believe that this is such an important Nekudah. Now, Abada, we were speaking about Malachas today. That's some nice, interesting stories of Sihar and the Maisa, how it uh, comes out. Now, Abada, the only way to do this on my side is by practice. Practice means that when something happens to a person, so automatically you should start thinking straight away that it was Peseidah. For example, like classic example, a guy's on the bus. So he's on the bus, he's going to get, sorry, he's getting onto the bus, and the driver closes the door on him. Well, he bangs him in the, in, in the face, or he doesn't let him in, so he starts getting all upset. If you would think for one minute, hold on a second, maybe he didn't see me. Right? Maybe he didn't see me. Or if you see the guy, you know, he did see you, maybe he's having a hard day, things are difficult. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not talking about a case where he's like laughing behind his breath saying, ah, another one bites the dust. I'm talking about a case where the MS, you, you can honestly believe that he did something for Seder. And this is the important thing of Donnekastos. And this means even if it's totally ridiculous, I'll give you an example. A person loses his wallet, right? What does he do? He lost his wallet. Where does he go looking for his wallet? In the obvious places? Or the non-obvious places? About he goes to the most stupidest, ridiculous places. He goes and checks his, you know, this guy that he, had, he never spoke to in his life, and he goes into his closet, under his bed, that he never ever went to. Because when you're desperate for something, you, you do anything. So it's the same thing over here. The chiyu, the chiyu of Don Lekavskos, again, this is Daraisa. The chiyu of Don Lekavskos is to find anything, however ridiculous it may seem, to down him the kapschos. That's the important you say. Now, let's go through some of the halachas, and then we'll speak some of the stories. So, number one, you have to know, is a very important thing with palm, is that South America once said, that, you know, if a person has strep, right? So what does he do if he has strep? He takes, he takes painkillers. Does the painkillers get rid of the strep? No, it doesn't get rid of the strep, it gets rid of the pain. But the, 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 the illness is still there. How do you get rid of the illness? Antibiotics, that's what you're going to take, gets rid of the illness. Look with palm, it's the same thing over here. Let's say a person speaks Hashanara. He speaks about other people. He says bad things about other people. He goes against their back, whatever it may be. So about if a person wants to cure himself from that, what does he do? He does. Look at Hashanara. Look at the Look at No. That's only going to get rid of the pain. You want to get rid of the illness? Look at Because if a person would look at the root of so many things that we do to other people, whether it be we hate other people, we speak Hashanara against them, whether we take revenge, I've got a list of about 10 things over here. All the way to stealing, embarrassing other people, it's the chuleh. It all stems from one makar, from one source. Don't source. Because if the moment someone did something to us, or he said something to us, or he didn't say something to us, and we'd automatically look at it in a good light. 
then all of the things that flow, whether it be Lashem Horov, whether it be embarrassing him, b'choli, 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 nothing would happen. Because we immediately look at the fellow like, no, he's the Seder, he was having a hard day, it was difficult, he was brought up this way, he doesn't know better, whatever it may be. That's why it's so important for this mitzvah. Let me get back to The Gemara in Brochus Tapi Beisam Abbas tells us that there's three people that the Rabboni Shalom loves especially more than anybody else. And this is car, right? Because everybody wants to be amongst the people that the Rabboni Shalom likes, and then you get everything. Right? The Gemara in Brochus Tapi Beis tells us those people that are don't the car, Shus, HaKadosh Baruch likes them tremendously. That's number one. We also said the Maila that the Gemara in Shabbat HaKukh of Zainam Abbas tells us that if a person is done the Kaf Shus, others the Rebbeinu Shalom will do the same thing to him as of the Maril that, that, that it's not Maril, sorry that it's Mamish Midah Kineged Midah that if a person doesn't have to other people the Rebbeinu Shalom does the same thing for him the film going gives an Eitzah he says that if a person doesn't like somebody, right? so what do you do? you don't like somebody you have a bit of problems with somebody so what do you do? so the film going you put into your head how much that he's a tzaddik and he's such a chosh of a person and he's so good and he's such a bochess and whatever and eventually when you do that to this person you're eventually going to come to love him or at least you'll stop hating that's a tremendous tremendous insight number two the, the tshuva the tshuva for not being done the is extremely difficult why? because what is about the done I didn't say anything I didn't do anything I just thought something that's why the tshuva is extremely difficult because what happens? A person does this. He's not, not done the Kapsos. He could be only the Mamish on his Surah. Right? Shalit of the races over here. How do you do Tshuva? Because I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. So I'm going to do Tshuva on. Tell you, that's why. It's, it's only in the mind. But this is such an important thing because a person will never do Tshuva on this. Because he never had it. Was something wrong? Let me get advice of Right? Also, we know the Gemara Brochus of Ramadanah tells us that if a person is Hoshif Ksherim, right? What do you have to do? Gemara Brochus of Ramadanah. He's going to give him a Bracha. Very important. The Gemara brings a Maisa in Shabbos Kukhon Zayn of the Mephrashim Teich of Yekiva. Famous Maisa, I'm sure the Olam knows it, but I think it's a big history. And the Gemara brings a Maisa of a certain fellow that was working in a field for three years. Three years he was working in a field, he never got paid once. At the end of three years, he comes to the boss, he says, listen, I've been leaving my family, I've not seen my family for three years, I came for a reason, getting Panasa. No, actually you can give me my money now. Terebim Kippa, I need to go home and support my family. Give me the money, I'll go home, I'll come back afterwards. He said, I'm really, really sorry, but I don't have any money. He said, I don't have any money. Oh, okay, the same, give me property. You know, give me property, give me some character. I'll sell it, I'll make the money. He said, I'm really sorry, I, I don't have any character. I don't have character. No, okay, give me animals, I'll take the animal toe. I don't have any animals. No, I don't have any animals. Give me food. No, I've got no food. Give me pillows. He said, I don't have any pillows. He shrugged his shoulders. With a disappointment, he turned around. And he went back home with nothing. Three years before he said, working without his family, seeing him, and in order to make Hanasa, not a pen. Not a pen. This was Erev Yimkipa. As I said, the Gemara. Matzah Sukkot, says the Gemara, all of a sudden, comes this huge, uh, whole parade of donkeys with three huge carts. One of them with food, the Gemara says, one of them with drinks, and one of them with all delicacies. And he comes in, he says, okay, and here's the money, after that, I owe you. And he sits down and they eat together. Someone asks you a question. Can you imagine? Three years of working. You ask me a simple thing. Can you pay me my wages? And I said to you, I don't have any money. Well, what were you thinking at the time? He said, I was thinking, Bashir, you probably made an investment. There's probably a big investment, you know, going. You probably made little money. So you probably bought your money into investment. And he said, oh, and when I told you that I got no property, what were you thinking then? He said, well, listen, you probably lent it out. People work in your fields for you. He said, what happened when I said I got no cattle? He said, you probably let other people use it. You rented it. You took some money. And what happened when I said I got no payments? And this went on and on and on and on. And every single thing that he originally told him, he gave an answer while he was done with Hafsos. 
And he said to him afterwards, I swear to you, every single thing that you said was 100% true. And he says that just like you, and he told him, just like you, Don Kafskos, the Rabboni Shalodim, should also Don Kafskos. So that's number one. That's the Gemara tells us. The Yisrael from the Gemara is, by the way, we're both saying, very partially Yisrael. And this is a people make a big mistake. This is a moment of We learn this Allah from the Gemara. That the Allah is Don Kafskos, it doesn't mean the Pshat. When a guy does something to you, yeah? And I'll tell you, mice, I know personally mice of people, for example, that never got, I'll give one example, they never got invited to a Hashanah. As Hayoi Mazen, this is years later, they don't speak to the person. He never invited him to the Hashanah. I can't believe it, a friend of mine, he didn't invite me. Me? I'm like his best friend, right? He never invited me. Did he ever have for one minute that maybe he forgot, or maybe in the mail something happened, or maybe, who knows what could have happened? And it could save so much. That's why it's unbelievable what's that. And we see the story from this Gemara. It's not just to say, no, it's probably okay. Eh, he probably had a good reason. It's not good enough. The Gemara is teaching us the Yisrael that a person has to ever think of an excuse. He has to come up with a pshat. He has to come up with a reason why it didn't happen. Because if he doesn't come up with a reason, then it's not MS. And in his heart, it's burning within him. And that's the problem. So the halachas are as follows. Okay. You see a tzaddik, right? You see a chashva yid, and you see a chayt, a rebbe of yours, and he's in McDonald's tucking into a cheeseburger, right? No, I say b'chol yon, what do you say? Poshas, me'ika hadin, you are m'chuyim to judge him favorably. That means any single action that you see, you see at a chashva yid in town, or you see someone going to a certain place that you know is a little bit funny, you are m'chuyim al pitin to judge him favorably. That's halacha number one. That's poshas, that's poshas. A Russia, you see somebody that's a Russia, and by Russia I don't mean someone that's a baby that girl. A Russia is someone that doesn't care. Right? He knows the halachas, he knows that what it's supposed to be from, and he doesn't care, doesn't care unless he does anything he wants. That sort of person, forget, you don't have to judge him favorably. That person, you can say he's going to McDonald's, he's going to eat cheeseburger, he's going to do an Issa, he's going to a certain place to do an Issa, that about a person can, he's a Russia. And then you've got the middle of the line. The middle of the line is somebody that's a Bainini, right? The Gemara Rashani tells us that we're all Bainini. We're talking about a person that, for SM, he's a Fumiyid. He wants to stay. He wants to do better. He wants to do mitzvahs. He doesn't want to do other But sometimes he gets on comes along. You know how it goes. Memela. He's a Bainini. Sometimes he falls. He tries to rise afterwards. No, a regular person. The halakha is, in most situations, that you're supposed to judge him favorably. Right? You see a guy in town. Hey, what's he doing in town? And there's a bank over there. Maybe that was the only bank his father had to use to put the money in. Or I guess maybe he had to pick up the alal ticket over there. Whatever the matter may be. In most situations, you're mechoyed. Most situations, you're to Daniel al al in a favorable manner. That's very, very posh. And when you see a stranger, a stranger, someone that you don't know. I don't know who he is. I see a guy going to a funny place. I don't know if he's from, not from. I actually know I did a I don't know where he's holding. Which category is in? The halacha is, it's more the midas chasidus. Right? To judge him favorably. So Hashem is that to judge him favorably. Again, Rabbi said, like we said from the Gemara, that if we judge people favorably, then the Rabbi Shalom will do exactly the same thing for us. Long again, Baita. A couple of mices, Rabbi said, a couple of mices. Just to explain what it means to be done the Kapskos. And someone told me this mice happened to them, when there was an old man who told me this, he told me a mice that happened to him in Yeshiva, it was a Bach in Yeshiva, and how it goes, and Shachlis goes, and some people, for some reason, think that when it comes to Aleinu, so Aleinu means take up your sin, right? That's normally how it works. Aleinu equals take up your sin, right? So this Bacha told me when he was a young man, whatever. He told me when he was a Bacha, so he used to daven all the way to the end because he was a Hashem eat. And there was one person that always used to take up his sin early. And it bothered him. 
And it really bothered him. By the way, just in, in parentheses, you should know if something really bothers you, the chat in, in, in behavioral manners is, the SM, you also want to do that. But it bothers you the fact that you have to stay to the end of davening, and he wants to go to the go breakfast early. So the SM, you want to do it. It's a type of jealousy, it's human nature. Oh, but Emerson told me he was mummish. He's eating up every day. He's taking off his tail. Now, chutzpah, me, the tzaddik, I'm staying all the way to the end of Davani. And he, Aledo, bang, there we go. First one in breakfast. What's the chat? He said, until one day, yeah, he, he managed, he finished a little bit earlier than normal, whatever, I had to go somewhere. And he saw that this fellow was standing by the door with a stocker box. And he took up his spin in why? So he can make sure everyone will take to give a mix with stocker before they left the base measures. And he said, you know, unbelievable, the weeks of, of, of things that were going on inside his heart, because he thought this fellow over here was doing something wrong, and really wasn't doing anything wrong. That's number one. Number two, I'm excited. Right? And these mice happen all the time. I had to pick a list of a, of a food that we can fit in. Another mice, there was an old couple that decided to move to a certain new neighborhood, and there was a young couple that decided to defend them, be nice to them, take them in, so invited them over Shabbos afternoon to the house. They came over, had a chat, had some cake, and they left. As they, as they left the building, so the father, the husband, goes over to the window, and he sees them going into a taxi. He says, this is like a chutzpah, we've been conned. They're new in the area, they're totally machal Shabbos, and they make out like they're really firm and everything, the seder, it's a chutzpah, we've been conned, we're not having anything to do with them. But they cut them all sides, and that's it. A few months later, they hear the sad news that the fellow, the old man, was actually nifter. So he says, you know, no, we have no ties to them, but mitzvah, maybe Munafarobo, Hashavazah, no, they went to Munafarobo. They said to the woman over there, you know, what will, what will happen? How did he die? So he died of a heart attack. Oh, did he have a history of a heart attack? Uh, no, but you should know, the first time he had a heart attack was as he left your house, he actually had the first signs of a heart attack, and because he was a stickle physician, he knew what the signs were of a heart attack, and he decided to hail the first taxi, and off he went. Right? And my son said that, and no one in a million years would have thought would have been the correct thing. Oh, but the that's what happened. That's story number two. Story number three, everybody said. Anyone might remember this from Hanukkah time. The Ksav Soifa. Famous Meister with the Ksav Soifa. The Ksav Soifa had a coin of the Mahazita Shekel dating back to the base of Mikdosh. And he made one time, for some other reason, a huge Rabbonim to a meeting. All the big Rabbonim from the whole area were all there, sitting together discussing something. And Ksav Soifa decides, you know what? This is the time. He takes out this coin and says, I have a secret. I have a surprise. Here is the coin of Boisai from the Beis Hamidosh. Machas and the Shekel. This is the only one in the entire world of its type. I want everybody to remember. I want everybody to pass it around. So they pass it around. And eventually, after ten minutes, there's no, where's the coin? Where's the coin? Where's the coin? No, nobody's seen the coin. I'm still one over here. So they're all kind of looking. And eventually, someone stands up and says, I suggest that everybody enter their pockets. And all of a sudden, an older man on the corner I object to emptying the pockets. And you can imagine, right? All eyes to him. Oh, really? You object to, uh, to, to emptying the pockets? What's up with you? He says, no, wait another ten minutes. The Ksavsoyfa says, no, old man, we'll respect him. Wait another ten minutes. They wait ten more minutes. They can't find it. They say, no. Everybody ends up. I took that old man. No, I'm not. I object to opening up my, my, uh, open up my pockets. Say another ten minutes, and that's it, what he said. That's what he said. Five minutes goes by, all of a sudden, he was screaming from the kitchen. In comes the coin. It was thrown out in the garbage. They found it afterwards. So now they come to the old man and say, I don't understand. What was the big objection to having this old coin? So he said, what did you all assume when I said I object? He said, Poshan, you obviously took it. So I want to show you something. He takes out his pocket, the exact same coin. He said, I also came here with the coin. I wanted to give somebody else a surprise. I thought I'd give the bottom a surprise, but I saw the exact so if I came with such an unbelievable, such an excitement of showing everyone the surprise. So then I said, I can't spoil his surprise. 
Who in a million years would have ever believed me if I said I also had one of these problems? Nobody. But it shows how far a person has to go when a person should judge somebody favorably. Another couple of mice are and we're finished. Remember, many, many mice, and there was a mice in his town. Now, there was a mice by him. He was, he was unique from being done with Hasus. He saw someone in the shul with his twinning on. Reading a newspaper. Reading a newspaper, just twinning on. I'm just going to do the biggest mistake. You're pushing drugs for doing such a thing. Oh, but look what baby did. So, what did he do? He turned to some man. He said, Look what baby said, I know. Even when they read the newspaper, they put on that twinning. Ah, millions of That's why you have to look at it with his eye. What happened to him in this town, there was a certain fellow that was known as a miser. Miser, think of a penny to stocker. And he was actually nifter. And everyone decided, you know what? Ah, we're not going to go to his Leviah. Because uh, who is this guy? He hasn't helped anybody. No chesed, nothing. No one's going. All of a sudden, the day of the Leviah comes, they see the Medici of a rope standing over there by the Leviah. They say, hey, if he, the leader of the whole police, people over here, he's there, no, we also have to go. And the whole town came out, and you can imagine the biggest Leviah going. And then after, afterwards, you know, I don't understand. Why were you at his Leviah? I mean, after all, you didn't get support. Anybody stuck it didn't do anything. So let me tell you something, and I haven't got time to marry from the story, but there were three times that this fellow was actually in Basin, and he was in charge of the basin. And all of those three times, I'm going to call it for each Meister, but whatever it was, he tried to get somebody to take his money back over. He tried to make out and pretend that really somebody else had money and he had it for them. And I was a big stocker in a very, very discreet way, which is the highest majority of stocker, without anybody knowing it came from him, and he tried to base him to put it on other people. Just to finish, what you say, just to finish with these halachas, as much as we've said, that a person be done to have and again, nobody says, he says, this helps with Rosh Hashanah, a person comes to Rosh Hashanah, he says to the Rosh Hashanah, I want a good day, I want everything to be Gishmah, I want a shit, I want, a, I want money, and I want a Christ, I want to learn, I want to understand chat, I want a chayshek. What does he do? He comes and says, I want something. Rosh Hashanah says, no, let's have a look, let's count it out. If a person is done to have and he looks at other people favorably, then he will save them all the other days in the middle of the morning, and also looks at favorably. But one last Nakuda, and that is, that as much as we are over here, to actually tell other people the kafschos, so we have a chiv also to act in the appropriate way. That means if we do something looks a bit dodgy, looks not so beseder, so we have the mechuyev number one not to do it, and number two if we are doing it for a good reason, so at least explain to people what's going on. I want to tell you what we say. We'll finish with this meiser shahoya. Somebody this, this afternoon told me this meiser. He said there was a, a, a from religious woman. She was invited to go to a non-from restaurant with her non-religious cousins. They said, no, come to us, we'll sit together, we'll eat, we'll go to Gishma. So they said, listen, I'm really sorry, but you know, I'm religious and everything, and I just can't, I, I can't go to such a thing, even though I don't eat anything, just to be seen there, I, I, I'm not allowed, I can't do such a thing. So it was a little bit hard for them to understand, not being religious and everything, but they said, no, okay, no problem, fine, left it. <coughs> Three weeks later, this woman was together with her friends, Christ went to a certain place, and after says, you know what, we're going to go get a coffee. Where did they go to get a coffee? Christ found some non-from, non-hashra place, not such a kosher place. So this woman, of course, being very foolish, she said, you know, I'm not going to drink any coffee. I'll just sit there, no problem. Who walks in at that minute? Walks in at that minute is the person, her own religious cousin. And she looks at her and she says, oh, I see. For them it's good enough, but for us it's not good enough. And there is absolutely no answer that a person can give at that situation. Number one, we've learned today that a person is mukhuyiv, and again, it helps him when it comes to Rosh Hashanah to look at other people like Abschus when someone does something to you. He doesn't say hello to you. When someone speaks to you, whatever it may be, if you look at it in a good way, you put inside yourself and you practice again and again, he's the Seder, and it was difficult for him and he had a hard day and he didn't mean it, he didn't understand, whatever it may be. And that Rosh will do the same thing when it comes to you. And number two, that a person has to put himself 
in a good light and should never put himself in a situation where people could done him in the wrong manner.